Good evening, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Listen to These Nerds with Heroes of Pacific City. My name is Chris, and I will be the GM for tonight's game. Starting at the top of the chat channel and going downwards, for our players, we have... Uh, hello, my name is Harry. I'll be playing the role of uh, Gene Ondori, otherwise known as Sation. Hi, hi, I'm Joe, and I'm going to be playing uh, Brandon Hart, otherwise known as Mr. Medium. Hi, I'm John. I am going to be playing uh, Evan Mithia, also Cassandra, also Delphi, who are all one character. Uh, hi, my name is Sam, and I'll be playing Casila, better known as Casila. And I'm Jonathan, and I'll be playing Evelyn Kinglet, a.k.a. the Pelicanetic. Okay, so with all of our players and heroes assembled, let's jump into tonight's game. So last we left off, I believe that you guys were wrapping things up after that frantic fight at the mall, and you found yourselves uh, with a meeting with Daniel Davis, the head of the Magi Foundation. And after discussing with him what was going on and agreeing to a truce to try and figure things out, uh, you guys left after also curing some of the people that had been possessed by demons. But after all was said and done, you guys still didn't really feel as though uh, everything was 100% okay with the Magi Foundation. And with a funny feeling in the pit of your stomach, you decided to maybe uncover a bit of information. So... You guys did some preparations here and there. I believe that Epimethea worked together with Sation to find a wizard revealed to be a fellow named Brian the Beyonder living in Pacific City. And asking for his assistance with these matters, he loaned you um, the broken device that he uses to track magical energies, uh, agreeing that uh, you could use it if you repaired it for him. And so... With that, you handed things over to Nat and had them start working on some replacement parts for this thing. While Telekinetic looked into the continuing disappearance of a fellow by the name of Joseph Thresher, a professor from Cape Town who went missing, and she discovered that he is most likely somewhere in Pacific City. Uh, Mr. Medium did an investigation of his own uh, at the park, the second location where demons were, and discovered a set of footprints changing from demonic to human, indicating that there may be demons in Pacific City disguising themselves as humans. And finally, Casila, after um, a long night of trying to get back to where she was staying, um, found a very strange turn of events as if something or someone was leading her back to her home with some strange sort of omen as well. But yeah, it's up to her how... Um, she realized if it was out of the loop, if anything. But anyhow, with that aside, let's pick up once again, I'll say the next day. So is there anything that anyone's going to be doing in particular, or are all of you going to be meeting up back at the base? I, I think that, uh, that Cassandra would probably call everyone back to a meeting. Mm. Uh, she'll hide the Epimethea suit somewhere and uh, so that it's not... Uh, nobody asks where where she, like, so, and she'll just say that, uh, you know, Epimethea is out if Casilla asks. You're bringing right. Casilla to the base. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so normally uh, Epimethea would be a little bit more, or Cassandra would be a little bit more uh, hesitant to bring someone into the base so soon. But uh, Casilla seems to be their best way to stop uh, these uh, this whole demonic corruption thing. Mm. Uh 
So, um, yeah, she just, she figures, you know. Congratulations, kid, you've been promoted. Yeah. Soon I um, shall become a grandmaster of promotions. <laughs> uh, but uh, she will um, bring Casila in through the, uh, the the museum portal entrance rather than uh, through the underground tunnels entrance. Uh, can okay. you describe the base to me? Because I've never actually like heard about this before. Basically, underneath the Pacific Cities Museum, there is... Uh, Cassandra has made a underground base. Uh, it looks... It has a very ancient Greek uh, theming. It has a large table with a big stone chair for Epimetheus, uh, the, the robot, to sit in, uh, along with a large magic mirror, which is... Uh, uh, which has since been kind of converted into a more standard giant computer monitor um, mm. with the, the creation of the, the Delphi uh, role to explain why there's why technology exists in this seemingly, uh, you know, ancient sanctum. Mm. And uh, before you're brought there, why don't you describe, John, uh, where or how Delphi introduces Casilla to this place and, like, how you get from point A to B? I mean, I'd imagine we're discussing it. It's like, all right, well, we got to bring her in. It's like, can someone go just pick her up and bring her to the portal? Yeah. And, yeah, uh, Carsonon looks around at you guys. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to be introducing the newbie to the base here, you know, might as well know that she's up to speed on things. Um, right. So, um, I would say, given best tra traversal method, uh, station, if you wouldn't mind going to go pick her up. All right, yep, be back in a bit. And you see Seishin, he, like, goes in, puts a suit on, uh, and he'll just head out through one of the tunnels. And then, um, Kasila, you get a text message saying, uh, hey, team meeting's gonna be happening soon. Um, I'm coming to pick you up. Be ready in, like, 15 minutes. Um, and, um, uh, you're gonna get a text message back that, that says, um, uh, hey, uh, uh, George, Please tell me how to respond to this text from my teammate. I wait. Oh. oh, I have already pressed the button. No, no, this is already saying what I'm saying. No, <laughs> okay, I do not so... want send. No, do not send. Oh, no. And it's just going to uh... cut off there. <laughs> so it's that plus all of the text to speech errors. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The phone yeah. Did. <laughs> Yeah, you get, like, a huge text message filled with all kinds of errors. <laughs> Multimedia message? What the hell? Okay, There's one that's a picture of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a picture of, like, the back of Cthulhu's head. Yeah. Yeah, it's very blurry. Well, I mean, that at least knows that she's seen the text message. And I'm going to take this as a sign that she knows to get ready in 15 minutes. So she's yeah. just going to keep on going. All right, so, uh, yeah. Um, so where do you meet Casilla to introduce her to the passage of the base? Um, I'll just take her through the museum. Cool, you know? okay. I'll basically like, so yeah, this is the, the Pacific City Museum. You know, we got a nice mm -hmm. section on Greek mythology over there. Uh, if you want, here's a map. You can look at it later when you're not heroing. You can come back, take a look at the place. Um, uh. wait, so I just wanted to double check. Um, uh, Station, when you when you come to pick up Casila, mm -hmm. uh, she's gonna come outside and she's wearing a like uh, like a leather jacket. Uh, she's got her sword and she's got like a, a, a backpack on. 
and then as she she steps out to to meet you, uh, like two like early teen to mid teen teenagers come out as well, and they're also dressed up in like you know, I get, it's it's kind of winterish, I believe. So like jacket, uh, they've got like each got like a backpack and such. Yeah, and, um, and she's gonna look at you. And go, we are ready. In terms of seasons, I don't think we've established what time of year it is. I think it's uh, basically non-deterministic. Okay, sorry like, then. We can... uh, I, I, I think the, the general uh, understanding is it is sometime early. I, I think we decided like early in the year because it's post the the Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and I think post... that's, what, that's what I was remembering from last time. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was just hearing that. Yeah. Well, but but they, say... they are wearing season-appropriate gear. Yeah, I'll say that it's not hot enough that people have to wear shorts and a t-shirt. Like, I'll say it's early enough in the year that people can wear jackets if they want. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the station's gonna it be like, It depends right. on the day, and the weather might make it cold. Let's just say that. Alright. And also whether or not the weather dominator is going on the fritz again. <laughs> so yeah, station's like, alright, great, let's... Uh, I'm sorry, we? Yes, uh, this is uh, Sebastian. Se- Sebastian, say hi. Uh, hi. And, uh, this is Emma. Emma, say hi. This is my teammate. Why are we doing this again? I am being babysat. Um, yeah. And so at this, the girl turns to you. Yeah, George wanted us to make sure that Casilla didn't get hit by a car on her way to wherever she's going. Apparently, I have caused many disturbances in the neighborhood. Um, yeah, uh... Uh, at this station, the girl is giving you a very long, even stare, as if to impart the weight of um, Casilla's statement. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, look, no offense, but when you're rolling with me, cars aren't really that much of an issue. It'll be fine. And sorry, but this is kind of a, like, members and, you know, apprentice of members of Torch thing only. You understand, right? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, okay, I will go. Please, do not get into trouble. Um, um, Is this directed at me or them? Them. Okay. So, and, uh, yeah, the girl, yeah, I mean, I was gonna text my friends anyway back inside, so, yeah, nothing to worry about. And with that, she's already on her phone. Okay. I'm surprised she even responded. (laughs) 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 Alright, so, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so we will be traveling via station air. So we mm-hmm. get, you know, launched around, we get to the front entrance of the museum, and then as we're yep. going in, uh, stations are going to be like, so yeah, this is uh, the Pacific City Museum. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's a little pamphlet, pulls like one of the tourist pamphlets out, like these are the exhibits that they're showing. Are there many people at the exhibit right now? Yeah, like, it's like a museum, so like a reasonable amount of people, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look I'm at you say... and say, I... oh, sorry, yeah, I'll, I'll... Cool. I'll say it's not the weekend, so I'll say it's pretty quiet right now. Well, there are a couple people, right? A few. I, I'm going to say, um, to, to Sation, who are these members of Torch? I thought you said this was a team only meeting. Oh, no, 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 no. The museum is part of the city. It's not the base. We're base. I'll show you. Oh, okay. Yes, please do. Yeah. Basically, once Epimethea awoke from her eternal slumber, she ended up setting up something with a portal here, basically. And the museum's allowed her to kind of use it because, well, you know, she's helped them a lot with their uh, Greek mythology exhibit. 
as you can see. And Gene is going to point to a like wing of the museum that you see yeah. has a bunch of signs that have been hastily attached to things that clearly mm. look like correction notices. I, yeah. um, I know much of this portal. Sebastian yeah. tells me about it often and how it is defended by GLaDOS. No, that's the video game portal. Close, but not quite. Oh. Well, I am so, sure your portal is just as nice. Oh, trust me, it is. And with that, um, leads you, uh, Station leads you to the portal. It's like, alright, yeah. so just walk through. So, uh, just a so, check, um, John, is this portal set up, like, physically, what does it look like? A Stargate-style <laughs> portal, or... Uh, so, the, the portal is a large, uh, uh, Greek arch, um, uh, you'd say Epimetheus-sized Greek arch. Mm. That is, uh, kind of against one of the walls, uh, as Station approaches, and, uh, the, and, uh, the, the base recognizes that he is, you know, trying to enter, the, a, a light springs up inside the arch, uh, making a blinding white doorway. Mm. Uh, which is concealing the fact that the the wall has slid away and that you can just walk through it. Because yeah. it is not a portal, it is just a door. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of curiosity, is this portal uh, for viewing by people who come to the museum, or is this place uh, off limits to normal uh, people? Uh, no, this is it is uh, in view of uh, normal people, and theoretically, someone could try to get through. Uh -huh. uh, but I think most people don't want to try and run through the mystical portal. Right. Uh, There's the um, one guy that tried and just like slammed into the wall. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The door can open say... and close very quickly. So. Yeah, I will say that also with Nat in the base, they also have like access to a camera that watches the room, so he can always put the door up whenever somebody tries to make a break for it. Yeah, well, and the the portal isn't always open. Is the main thing. Yeah, yeah. Like That's normally, it, yeah. it used to be that it would only open when Apometheus was there, but then the system mm -hmm. was modified, so it only opens yeah. when members of torture around. Also, I, I'll say that when the portal flares up, there are a whole bunch of tourists nearby who immediately start taking out their cameras and taking photos. <laughs> I would say Ooh. one of the biggest draws of the museum is the fact that Epimethea might show up. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, ah. So, so yeah, yeah. Uh, walk on through. Uh, thank you. I will do so. And then, <laughs> yeah, uh, Station will follow, like, close behind to make sure the door, like, you know, closes behind him so there's no, like, you mm -hmm. know... Orpheus style turning around and going, hey, wait a second. Yeah, well, yeah, totally. the, when the portal, uh, quotation marks, is closed, the uh, the exit looks like a looks like an identical arch, but in, like, stone, because this place is meant to look like it's, like, either deep underground or, like, in a mountain yeah. or something. Yeah. <clears throat> when it, it oh. is actually technically underground, just, like, under the museum. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So anyhow, uh, after going through the portal, you find yourself in the large sort of meeting room that was described, and inside are Delphi, as well as Carcinon, uh, the Pelicanetic, uh, Mr. Medium, and, um, yeah, I don't think, has Casilla met Nat yet, or? No, so that was the thing. It's like, alright, so, welcome to the base. Uh, you've met most of the people here, but just to gearing you up to speed, uh, that's Control, uh, they're one of our handy, they're a person that help, they're a, a person that helps out around here. Yeah. Uh, so, also keeps an um, eye on the, uh, cameras that we got. Epimetheus so magic sees far. So the person that, um, Seishin is describing to you, Gasila, is a full-on android, basically. Like, 
there is no way of mistaking them as anything even remotely human. They are a robot, and it's up to you as to how familiar with robots Kasila is. Kasila is not familiar with robots at all, but uh. she she is going to sort of like like you you you're just if, if you're looking at her when she's in there, like she's going to like sh go in with kind of like a um like an expecting tone and then. As she looks around, like, she's gonna get this big dopey-looking grin, and, like, um, as soon as she sees the robot, she's gonna be, like, her mouth is gonna, like, open up, and her head's gonna, like, tilt to the side, and she's gonna, like, look at Seishin, and then she's gonna, like, look back at the robot, or the android, and be, and look back at Seishin, and she's going to be, like, uh, is this, uh, your sculpture? Oh, no, um, Control is, uh, the person is an android we helped out a while ago out of a bit of a jam, and they've been helping us out ever since. Uh, all the other technology stuff you see, that's because of the other person I need to introduce you to, Delphi. And he points to the, um, to the... Uh, Delphi. Delphi was at, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, the meeting, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Delphi. You remember her from when we first met? Or not uh, just, that's what... Yeah, yeah, yes. I, 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 oh, yeah. I remember this person... Uh, and, 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 um, if anybody cares, Casila is going to, like, take her camera. It's a, it's a flip phone, right? Or is it, like, a, a smartphone? It would be a smartphone. Uh, she's going to take the, cat, the the smartphone and, like, open it up. And she's just going to, like, take a picture of, of, um, control. And then just start taking pictures of, like, different things in the, in the cave. Or, <laughs> and whatnot. Hmm. I'm gonna look at Delphi and do like uh like a little like is, is she allowed to do this like motion? Yeah, everyone's uh, using that I as mean, well. It, like it, what? It, the the <laughs> phone might mysteriously lose connection to the outside networks, but you know. Uh. Several of the pictures are gonna have like are gonna be like selfies with her in them. <laughs> like and, um, and like yeah. So... But where but where would she post these? Oh, she she these are for Casila. Oh, she, yeah, she, she's she's gonna print photo. these out on in, uh. in a computer. And then, like, cut them out and, like, put them in her, uh, her scrapbook. Yeah, uh, the, like, the, all the phones are inevitably controlled by Cassandra, so. <laughs> well, They're as just you, gonna as be, you, uh, formatted so that they can't be posted online. Yeah, you, all the EXIF data is mysteriously wiped from them at some point. As you saw earlier, Casila, not the greatest with phones. <laughs> uh-huh. So. Wait, wait this file is not Delphi <laughs> now? What file type is that? Oh, it means you can only print it out. What? <laughs> if, if, mm. if you want, you, you can set me up with like a fake Tumblr page and I'll probably believe it's real. <laughs> Just yeah. that fucking bit from the office where they're like, this is your website, it's a fucking Word document. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, no. I, I mean, like, like in, in the moment, all that happens is that Casilla's phone loses access to outside networks, but like, <laughs> you know. Beyond that, yeah. The, not like the phone suddenly explodes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, you know, Cassandra is still like, like, not sure how much. Like, it's very clear that that Cassila doesn't understand technology very well. Mm. But also, like, that doesn't mean that Cassila can't accidentally uh, like post photos, like, or someone could steal Cassila's phone. 
down. Because he eventually gets Twitter, and it's like we're like hiding from a big bad, and you just hear like <laughs> like a tweet go out, and it's just like hiding from the bit from the baddie with my besties. Lamo, <laughs> Devastator can't find shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag behind the fifteenth like uh, pillar in the, in the uh, museum. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Uh, with that, uh, Nat is going to introduce themselves. Well, it is a pleasure to meet you, miss. I understand that you are the newest member of the team. Given current circumstances in Pacific City, I believe I can speak for everyone here when I say we do need all the help we can get. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. The, 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 this is the, uh, the android speaking, sorry, or is this somebody yes. else? Yes, yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it's the android. You have a beautiful voice. I was not and, expecting it to be like this. Uh, there is a moment. Thank you. And yeah, uh, Nat then goes back over to the table and sits down. But you can see, like, um, yeah, uh, uh, they seem remarkably pleased all of a sudden as uh, they begin uh, taking some things out of their chassis and setting them on the table. Uh, now then, um, <clears throat> everyone... I do believe that there is something that we need to discuss. First, Sation and Epimethea. I, or, no, it was Sation and Delphi, was that correct? Yes. Yes, you both visited the individual yesterday, correct? Yeah, uh, you yeah. managed to figure out how to get that thingamajiggy working again? Um, yes and no. I've printed all the necessary par parts according to the diagram. However, there is some assembly required, so to speak. And it will take a little bit of time for me to put it together and make sure everything's working correctly. Does it require any magic, or can you do it all here? Because I uh, feel like that Brian guy was cheery enough that he probably wouldn't mind helping us out if we need magical stuff. We may have to consult him. Some of the components do seem to be magical in nature, and I'm not sure as to the extent to which they can be replicated with science, if you understand what I mean. You know, yeah, magic shit, we, got it. <laughs> we don't know if any of these need to be bathed under the light of a full moon, or if they have to be harvested from a certain part of the planet at this time in the year. So, God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. yes. Well, fingers crossed. But yes, would um, in regards to yesterday, has anything new occurred for anyone else since then? Um, and Kasila will like put her hands up and wave. Uh, and... yes, miss. Mm, mm. Yesterday, when I was coming home from winning the competition against Mr. Media, I saw somebody screaming at me from the air. Uh, what? What? Oh, um, when I was walking home, I heard a voice in the sky screaming, help me, help me. But I could not see a person. And then, ooh, ooh, and then... A um a piece of paper flew past my head with something of what was on it exactly, sorry Chris. Um it wasn't the paper itself, but it was the fact that it plastered itself to a sign for a few mm. moments, turning help wanted into just help. Yes. And, and, and also to clarify, the person that you heard screaming in the air was the newscaster from a television set. Oh, sorry, uh, well sorry, I, I actually cannot remember. What, what what the the several different things were, but um, uh, Kazila will, will will bring those up in typical Kazila fashion, aka mm. describing them. There was incredibly... a man trapped in the small box. Yeah, <laughs> in, in incredibly poorly. Like you actually don't know if if Kasila understands what a television is uh. and whether or not she is she understands it. 
No, he is not, in fact, trapped in the box. <laughs> okay, so Nat politely listens, nodding, and they just give you a look, Delphi, as if to say, is she always like this? Yeah, Delphi will give a look back and feel, uh, and will actually, like, text under the table, uh, look, the, <laughs> we we need her to, 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 to stop the demons. Give it... <laughs> Cut her some slack. I think she was raised by wolves. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You receive it. Yeah. I'm gonna say that, Nat, they don't use a phone. You just text it directly to them because they are an android. And so, yeah, there's no visible response from Nat, but you receive the reply, understood. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Um, Beam's gonna pipe up. Um, I got a piece of tasty news for you. Hmm? Seems like one of them demons might walking around here looking like a person and he holds his phone up with the uh video. yeah you you see a yeah, video you know mr medium of... slams his phone onto the table which which because it's a fancy high-tech table puts it up mm. onto the screen mm. uh, <laughs> i yeah. meant you... to do that he did not mean to do that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the video shows a set of demonic footprints and uh the video follows them across uh, the lawn for a number of feet before they begin turning into human footprints. And then and when it hits the end, it, like, turns back and then, like, goes back to the, the like, the spot where they, like, kind of swap. And then the phone just mm. begins shaking. As you can see, Mr. Medium, like, you start hearing him, like, muttering, like, oh, what the I'm gonna... Well, wasn't he, um, Brandon Yeah, you were Brandon Hart when you were Yeah. Talking. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It was in Incognito. Never mind. Mm -hmm. It's, it's actually incredibly strange. If anything, it's actually cinematic. Like, <laughs> the, the, the video's actually in black and white, and like, and, there, and there's like music in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Perfect. Um. Huh. Is this Chopin? I think this is Chopin. Mr. Medium shrugs. <laughs> yeah. Brandon knows. Mr. Medium, maybe not so much. Yeah. Alright. Well, that's not great but at least that might narrow down the area where we need to look to see if we need to find one of these things so at that uh carsonon speaks up and he's been fiddling around with that uh you know voice modulator thing of his again to try and find something that may work for him because he's going through a superhero identity crisis so you guys can decide what voice he has today well i mean given that it's you know we're recording this just uh you know your St. Patrick's Day, I think there, there's only one choice here. Did I hear Leprechaun? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Leprechaun it is. So, well now, that seems like a mighty fine piece of information there, Master Medium. As for myself, I have also been... And yeah, there's a bit as Carson on pauses just looks at his voice modulator than just... <sighs> right then. I've been doing some investigations of my own. Uh, going to the library in uh, civilian disguise. I've been finding a little bit of information about the Buchanan Heights disaster that occurred uh, a number of years ago with our uh, mutual acquaintance there, uh, Mr. Daniel Davis, when he was a bit of a younger chap, going by the name of uh, Ablamo, as it were. So, uh, with that, he um, actually pulls out some photocopies he made. I was able to find some old newspapers that were covered in the incident, and according to public record, well, that is, uh, from my knowledge of a number of things, uh, 
these were all newspapers from a while ago, and a lot of them said that, uh, yeah, following the incident, in which Kablam was uh, basically um, fighting a fellow by the name of Aftershock. And at this, uh, Carson on pauses. Now, Aftershock was a fellow who uh, was able to manipulate earthquakes and uh, basically tremors beneath the earth to be able to shift around buildings and all that. You know, cause mass destruction. And the building, Buchanan Heights, um, following the incident, a lot of people said that the building was in need of uh, repairs from, you know, it needed to be updated, that it was not a structurally sound building and it was going to be coming down sooner as opposed to later. But I did just a little bit of extra digging. And I was able to find a uh, very, very old article here. And he uh, pushes forward the photocopy that he made. This was located in the library, in um, one of the uh, archives that was a little bit harder to uh, look through. Uh, almost lost in the shuffle, as it were. And I found this, uh, and he pushes forward the photocopy. According to this, uh, this was an issue that was released in the week immediately following the event. And according to this, the building has always been designed with earthquakes in mind, and that it was structurally sound. Could the incident with Aftershock had of, I don't know, screwed with it? I mean, it's not exact. it might have been for natural earthquakes, but, you know, metahuman earthquakes might work a little differently. Very correct. When metahumans are involved, um, all notions of logic and sense may very well cease to exist. But... The fact remains that there is something fishy here, because this report directly contradicts every other report that was least released since. So, sure. wait, out of curiosity, what exactly was the Buchanan Heights incident? Like, you said it involved Aftershock, but what actually happened? Well, and I thought, was, a, I thought a bunch of people died. I thought that's what it was. Didn't that's correct. It. Yeah. Perhaps I can go into a little bit more detail. This was the event uh, in which... A great number of people died when the building collapsed. Aftershock, one of the of Kablam was killed. But this is a significant incident because during this event, this is where Kablam lost his powers. And Kablam ceased to be, and he was always and ever Daniel Davis after that. Never became a superhero again, and he was forced to retire at the sweet age of 13, I believe. Jeez, a lot of pressure to put on a kid. Mm-hmm. You said Aftershock died in the uh, resulting collapse? Uh, correct. According to reports, uh, the fellow was uh, crushed in the building. Right. So, <clears throat> if I'm understanding this correctly, this building that is proofed to, to earthquakes was taken down I... by an earthquake-based villain, apparently. And, Sounds pretty... Uh, yeah. Based on all of the, the post-action reports. But... Uh, that it was already rickety and uh, vulnerable to that, but during, but with the uh, original report saying that it was actually well secured against earthquake. Is that about right? And the and the only report I found that said it was proof against earthquakes was this. And he uh, pushes forward the newspaper. It's pretty easy to doctor some um, facts and bits of knowledge after the event. A little bit harder to do so with printed paper. Right. But why? I mean, better question, but why? I mean, even if it was, again, earthquake-proof, I'm trying to figure out why Aftershock would go after an apartment building full of people to begin with. Ransom? I, 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 I think the, the hmm. point is that 
that if the building was earthquake proof and something else brought it down or someone else brought it down it would be much less it would be much harder to say sue or blame a 13 year old uh for taking down a building if everyone thought that the building was already unstable huh yep yeah a lot of possible theories are coming up now ain't they mm-hmm. especially since we're we've we've all basically decided that this guy's new superhero team is super shady right that, that was no. the consensus yes agreed yeah about more that, like the I... guys shady i don't know about the team i haven't got no eye on them yet but their bus is about as shady as a palm tree in the high noon very apt way to put it and i do agree um it will warrant some more looking into and i will be doing some more investigation in my own time but until f- further notice, we do have uh, this little bit of information to remember for in the future. So, um, with a quick Google search, what 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 yeah. exists at that location now? The Buchanan Heights uh, Plaza. Yeah. Basically, I believe that after that incident, it was actually just turned into a basic sort of plaza. In fact, um, yeah. with a memorial statue to commemorate the incident. Okay, so the there's not like a new like building built over top of it or anything, right? Yeah, like um I think people were unsure whether or not to put a building up and they decided that um I think the person in charge of that decision felt as though it would be bad luck to try and put up a building in its place. Okay. Um here's a question that's kind of a weird sideways thing and and feel free to not give me any information out of it. When Epimethea, when Cassandra was setting up her network of tunnels under the city, huh. did she run into any weird, like, like zoning things or, like, weird stuff in that area underground? Like, that you wouldn't be able to, like, that that made her have to, like, avoid that area when she was building her tunnel? No. Um, it seemed pretty structurally sound. All right. Yeah, like, no, that's, that's, uh... Yeah. Hmm. No right. weird fault lines or sinkholes or any evidence that things had gone on there, basically. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So, uh, so Cassandra really quick says, uh, based on the, the the geology of the area, it doesn't look like they're like it, it doesn't look like somebody would take down the building to ho- like hide a secret base or something. The, the 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 ground underneath it isn't valuable or or anything so I, I don't know why you would attack there um yeah according to reports um of what happened in the buchanan heights incident basically aftershock was using his ability to uh, basically break into a basically a bank vault and try to escape with the money but uh he was intercepted by uh Kablam and their fight took them into the lobby of Buchanan Heights, and from there, presumably Aftershock used his ability to level the building, everybody inside, but he himself was killed by the use of his own powers. <laughs> and, yeah, according to what Kablam said after the incident, he tried to stop the building from coming down, but it was all too much, and he was, despite his abilities, he alone couldn't stop it. Interesting. What were Kablam's abilities? Uh, basically, like, um, when he shouted the word Kablam, he would turn from a sickly little 13-year-old kid into, uh, more or less the Superman archetype. So, uh, he, was, like, so he was Shazam, essentially. Well, yes, but, uh, Kablam, let me just, uh, find it quickly. Uh, 
Ah, yeah, it stands for knowledge, aptitude, boundlessness, legerity, authority, and might. So, yeah, uh, he gains all of those things, as well as flight, superhuman strength, superhuman durability. Uh, yeah, just the whole flying brick power kit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, speaking of research, uh, we still haven't gotten anything back from uh, our good friend, and he says that in, like, quotation marks, uh, vindictive, have we? Uh, well, um, he did say something about uh, maybe knowing someone who could help us with uh, magical artifacts and bits and bobs, but uh, based on what you were telling me earlier, I think we got that kind of figured out. Well, I guess we'll see if he manages to dredge anything up then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Evelyn is like, she's got a huge coffee. She looks a little bit draggled. Yeah, mm. uh, look, uh, I'm sorry I wasn't able to do more about this. It's really great, all the work you've been able to do so far. Um, I, I was up late last night. I've got kind of my own side thing going on, but uh, it's not it's not as important. I'll try and focus a bit more. Are you oh, no, all right? It? Yes. Uh, by all means, if you got a chip on your shoulder, feel free to share it with us. Um, uh, well, I don't know about a chip on my shoulder. There's just some weird stuff going on at the university. Uh, mm. There's this guy, this uh, Dr. Thresher. He's actually like a, a, a real luminary in my field. Um, he was supposed to visit uh, my boss's lab um, uh, a month ago, a couple months ago. Um He's from the University of Cape Town in South Africa, and he just flat out never arrived. And we got we had no contact from him. And so I did a bit of digging, um, and he did arrive in Pacific City five days after his uh, scheduled arrival date and just disappeared, like flat out. I have security footage of him entering the airport, and uh, that's it. Oh, it, hmm. it's it's weird, right? Uh, again, like it, it might be nothing, but uh, it's just something that I've got kind of, you know, I'm not going to let it take priority over this or anything. Well, well it's, a, it's a hell of a coincidence, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, weird stuff happens around here all the time, so I wasn't sure. It doesn't seem directly related, at least. He doesn't have anything to do with, um, I don't know, occult studies. No. You said he was uh, a bird person? Well, not bird person, but bird... He Space. An ornithologist, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, no. He did have uh, expertise in biology in a variety of fields, but actually uh, his specialty was in the study of marine life and fish. Ah, yes, okay. I'm ah. misremembering. Uh, an ichthyologist, actually. Uh, a fish person, if you huh. will. I guess maybe they wanted to drag him out here and take a look at that giant hagfish we brought up a couple uh, weeks ago. Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, my boss is a behavioral ecologist. He does work with all sorts of study organisms. It, it's not that weird that he'd be collaborating. Anyways, uh, that those kind of details aren't really important. Mm. Um, so that's kind of what I got on my mind. Hmm. Well then, Medir, should it happen that uh, our workload lesson a little bit in regards to all of these nasties popping up, we'll see if we can't help you out and give you peace of mind over uh, this missing chap. Thanks. I'd, I'd appreciate that. Why, of course. But uh, that aside, has anything else come up for anybody no uh, these days? Mm, nothing really. We should probably get to work on finding this mm. demon disguised as a person thing. Actually, so... and 
when Nat speaks up, all of you look to them. I did, uh, earlier this morning, when I was reviewing security tapes from around Pacific City, I did notice something a bit unusual uh, that occurred near one uh, intersection. Here. And... Uh, the, the same one that I was taking a look at, because I'm going to go back there. I'm going to talk to the guy that works at the place across from it. I'm going to see if he's seen anybody in the last couple of days. It is possible, but uncertain. Here, perhaps it is better to show you. And uh, they put the video up on screen. And this was taken from uh, a traffic cam that occurred at the intersection at uh, 47th and Main. If you will look here, and uh, Nat sort of like makes the screen zoom in, zoom in on one part of the street, and you all see that this is pretty late at night, like to the degree where it may be even early in the morning, and there is a hooded figure, like uh, wearing a hoodie, uh, jeans, and stuff like that, uh, with a like what looks like a grocery bag uh, in their hands, and they are going along the street. They stop, turn into an alleyway go down for a little bit, they sort of look behind themselves, wait to see if anybody's looking. Then they throw their hand up, something thin, long, and dark uh, erupts from their wrist up to, up off camera, and they zip up after it. Kind of like a, like a venom tentacle deal? Yeah, like, it's, like, it reminds you kind of like, think Spider-Man, but it doesn't look like silk. This was black. And the picture isn't in high quality because it's a traffic cam, it's at night, this figure is far away, but you all do see it. Well, I mean, that's concerning. Or could just be someone getting meta, uh, someone with metahuman abilities getting groceries. Possible. And sorry, how far away was this from the point where I uh, um, was? Maybe um, about a 20 minute walk. Yeah, I mean, that's not really conclusive, so. I mean, twenty minutes is pretty is is a lot in a city, right? So yeah. What what about the timing though? Um, this didn't occur like this was the day after. Like basically, um, in terms of the timing and stuff, uh, this was like a number of hours after the attack. Hmm. So it's not like uh, this occurred right after. Presumably, if someone went in a straight line from the park to this location, yeah, it doesn't really match up with the time frame. Well, mm -hmm. it's interesting, but I don't know what we, exactly we can conclude, what we can get from this. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, keep an eye out for any, uh, maybe if we see anything with uh, tentacle wounds or something. Mm. I, I don't know. The, the It seems well, like these demons come in a lot of shapes and sizes. That's true. Here, and uh, yeah, Nat uh, pulls up a sort of like a Google Maps of Pacific City. This is the digital map that I've made at Pacific City. I've marked the location here. Uh, and, yeah, a point of interest has come up. Well, uh, keep an eye out, I guess. Um... Hmm. See if you can't get any um, footage from around the area that me Mr. Medium was at um, a few hours afterwards. Hmm. It's possible that maybe we can reconstruct something if we, you know, find out where it's going and have a decent idea of where it might be headed. Hmm... I will do so, just a moment. Um, and this may take me a bit of time, but aside from that, um, do any of you have any ideas as to what you would like to do? Um, well... I mean, I'd like to help you get that thingamajiggy fixed, but uh, I'm not exactly good with magic mechanics. Mm. Right. Um, 
so remind me if I, I I've got this wrong or not. Uh, didn't the uh, the guy say that some of the demons escaped the his team from the park? Um, yeah, th like there were s several demons that uh, ran from the park out into uh, the city. Right. Yeah. So, um, uh, so Delphi will say, uh, "Look, the um, our right now, I think our our main point of interest is the the demons that ran out of the park." So, uh, and she'll like go up to the map and like draw a circle around the area. I think uh, we should uh, send a group to uh, patrol this area. Uh, while uh, security camera footage is good, um, if there's something going on now, we can't really wait for it. Mm. Um, uh, and she'll just text Brian the Beyonder's number to Nat. Here is the contact information for. Uh, for this Brian the Beyonder guy that we... Uh, so you can ask him if there are any additional instructions for how to put the device together. I can help out with that if uh, mm -hmm. uh, if you need to. Otherwise... Um, Thank you. Uh, and... I, hmm. mm -hmm. Noted. And Nat uh, pauses. I have just sent him a text uh, concerning a number of queries I had about the pop... Hmm. And yeah, they sort of sit up a bit. It seems they are quite prompt in their text responses, and very verbose. Hmm. All capitals, that's interesting. Yeah, no, that sounds like him. Yeah, that, hmm. that tracks. All right. Now, uh, yes, I shall communicate with him regarding his device, but yes, uh, if any of you have any investigations you wish to do, I think that there is some work to be done. And at this, Carsonon gets up, I'll be investigating the spot you pointed out on the map there. Perhaps our uh, little wayward uh, traveler there maybe left behind a couple of clues. Hmm. I'll come with you, and then afterwards we can check out that place across from the footprints. Alright. I, uh... I like the way you think, my man. Alright, I guess that means me and Kasila and uh, Pelkinetic, if um, we can probably just start crisscrossing the area that... Um, the wide search area and see if we mm. can't pick up any demons or any other goodies in that uh, vicinity. All uh, right. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah. Um, then everybody's going to head out. Um, Delphi, what about yourself? Uh, so if, uh, if Nat doesn't need her, um, uh, Cassandra will switch into the um, Epimethea suit and mm. go meet the patrolling team. Um, Okay. Epimethea uh, will meet you there. Yeah. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.